Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. To Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. And now, coming to you pre-recorded, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Yo, bro. What is up, dude? So, not a whole lot. How about you? Oh, just hanging out, man. It's it's funny, you know, doing a think tank. It's funny how people are starting to believe in quote-unquote conspiracies and starting to talk more about them openly. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Well, it's a good thing because mm-hmm. I, not everything in this world that is labeled a conspiracy is true, but not everything is bullshit either. Right. There is a a huge gray area where so much has been muddied that that you can, you know, it, it's a it's a nasty thing. And then and a lot of this shit, I mean, we do understand how conspiracy theory, the phrase, those two words were created, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The CIA created it to basically shut down people that disagreed with the JFK right. assassination of the Warren report. It was created to shut down people that knew the Warren report was bullshit. Yep. And it's still bullshit today. And I think it's, I mean, you'll, you'll never, nobody has the, they may have it somewhere, but nobody's going to be able to supply the video of JFK getting shot. Right. So you can't prove that thing, but, in all honesty, we know that what they say happened on that, on that day isn't what happened on that day, exactly how they say it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Same thing with 9-11. There's so many of these things. Right. Anyways, <clears throat> so there's a bit of conspiracy in today's episode. Yeah. Um, starting with, uh, so we're going to, we're going to start this show with a, uh, it's a little tw- 25 minute, 26 minute documentary on on uh, wow that was uh super loud enjoyable um there we go i fixed that mm-hmm. i had the sound to the other computer going oh. and it was a little update gotcha anyways so this uh little documentary on youtube 26 minutes it's called plandemic it's kind of talking about this whole coronavirus thing and and whatever um so we'll watch it here's the issue <clears throat> this is the latest upload youtube is actively taking these down so this in for me is the third version now it's the same version every single time it's a third person i guess third upload third upload that i've noticed this could actually be upload number 642 right in general people are grabbing this video and uploading it on their own page and youtube is taking them down so literally halfway through this they could just take the fucking video down off youtube and then we'd have to find another one and go to that point right um it's crazy because you sent me the video yesterday and it was gone by the time you clicked on it by the time i clicked on it it was erased already yeah uh the first person that sent it to me at five in the morning when i clicked on it at seven it was gone that's only a two hour and then i went and found another or no then he i told him and then he sent me a new copy that's the one i sent to you and a bunch of other people by the time you got to it was gone and i mean this one is probably on the chopping block soon anyways luckily it's only 26 minutes that's the other thing it's not invasive a six hour show 26 minutes gets its point across and here we go um right at the top it says fair use and it has this whole big thing so let's just play it before they take it down right all right let me here. Obviously, let me know if you want to pause and discuss. Dr. Judy Mikovits has been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. 
Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV-AIDS. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal Science. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues were unleashing devastating plagues of chronic diseases. For exposing their deadly secrets, the minions of Big Pharma waged war on Dr. Mikovits, destroying her good name, career, and personal life. Now, as the fate of nations hang in the balance, Dr. Mikovits is naming names of those behind the plague of corruption that places all human life in danger. So you made a discovery that conflicted with the agreed-upon narrative. <laughs> Correct. And for that, they did everything in their powers to destroy your life. Correct. You were arrested. Correct. And then you were put under a gag order. Um, for for five years, if I went on social media, if I said anything at all, they would find new evidence and um, and put me back in jail. And it was one of the few times I cried, and it, it was because I knew there was no evidence the first time. And they, when you can unleash that kind of force to force someone into bankruptcy with a perfect credit score. And so that I couldn't bring my 97 witnesses, which included the heads, Tony Fauci, you know, Ian Lipkin, the heads of the public health in HHS, who would have had to testify that we did absolutely nothing wrong. And so what did they charge you with? Nothing. But you were in jail. I was held in jail with no charges. I was called a fugitive from justice. No warrant. Literally drug me out of the house. Our neighbors are looking at what's going on here. You know, they search my house without a warrant. Literally terrorized my husband for five days. They said, if you don't find the notebooks, if you don't find the material, which was not in my possession, but planted in my house. As if you took intellectual property from the laboratory. Is yes. that correct? It was, it was intended to appear as if I took confidential material names and intellectual property from the laboratory. And I could prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that I didn't. Heads of our entire HHS colluded and destroyed my reputation, and the Department of Justice and the FBI sat on it and kept that case under seal, which means you can't say there's a case or your lawyers are held in contempt of court. So you can't even get a lawyer to defend you. So every single due process right was taken away from me and to this day remains the same. I have no constitutional freedoms or rights. Yet you sit here. <laughs> I think a lot of people would probably have just taken the retirement out early, laid low, but you have decided to come forth when your gag order has been released to write a book called Plague of Corruption, Restoring Faith in the Promise of Science, and you are naming names. Absolutely. Apparently, their attempt to silence you has failed. And I, I have to ask, how do you sit here with confidence to call out these great forces and not fear for your life as you leave this building? Because if we don't stop this now, we can not only forget our republic and our freedom, but we can forget humanity because we'll be killed by this agenda. So, Anthony Fauci. My name is uh, Dr. Tony Fauci. I'm the director of the man who is heading the pandemic task force was involved in a cover-up. He directed the cover-up. And in fact, everybody else was paid off and paid off big time. Millions of dollars in funding from Tony Fauci, Tony Fauci's organization, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. These investigators that committed the fraud continue to this day to be paid big time by the NIAID. And the whole world is listening to his advice for how to handle this current pandemic. How do we know that what he's saying is what we need to be learning? What he's saying is absolute uh, propaganda and, and the same kind of propaganda that he's perpetrated to kill millions since 1984. We know from this study quite clearly that there will be a delay in progression significantly greater than for individuals who do not take the drug. It started really when I was 25 years old. 
I was part of the team that isolated HIV from the saliva and blood of the patients from France, where Luc Montagnier had originally isolated the virus. This was a confirmatory study, but Tony Fauci and Robert Gallo were working together then to spin the story in a different way. At that time, Dr. Rossetti was out of town, and Tony Fauci says, um, you know, we understand that you have a paper in press, and we want a copy of it. And I said, yes, there's a paper in press, and it's confidential, and no, I will not give you a copy of it. <laughs> he started screaming at me, then he said, give us the paper right now, or, or you'll be fired for insubordination. And I just said... I'm sure when Dr. Rossetti gets back, you can have the conversation. And so Frank comes back, you know, several weeks later, and is really bullied into giving Fauci the paper. Fauci holds up the publication of the paper for several months, while Robert Gallo writes his own paper and takes all the credit, and of course patents are involved. This delay of the confirmation, you know, literally led to spreading the virus around, um, you know, killing millions. Perhaps no one expressed the anguish of AIDS better than New York writer Larry Kramer. But he was even more angry at the federal government and the pharmaceutical industry. One person who felt Kramer's fury was NIH Dr. Anthony Fauci. It's still been crushing to me to think that I didn't know my work in 1999 was something that had been avoided. From 83 and 82, when the virus was isolated, the virus didn't have to wait until 84 to be confirmed. Think of how many people, the entire continent of Africa, you know, lost a generation as that virus was spread through because of the arrogance of a group of people, and it includes Robert Redfield, who's now the head of the CDC right along with Tony Fauci. They were working together to take credit and make money, and they had the patents on it, and tailored them to IL-2 therapy, which was absolutely the wrong therapy. And had that not happened, millions wouldn't have died um, from HIV. How can a man who's giving, any, any person who's giving global advice for health own a patent in the solution in the vaccine. Isn't that a conflict of interest or shouldn't it be? It is a conflict of interest. And in fact, this is one of the things that I, I've been saying and would like to say to President Trump, repeal the Bayh-Dole Act. Bayh-Dole fundamentally changed the way universities approach technology transfer. Uh, and you can see that best in the statistics. Universities obtain 16 times as many patents today as they did in 1980. Now, everybody's getting more patents, but still, universities' share of all patents in the United States is more than five times greater than it was before Bayh-Dole. The situation has gotten so bad uh, that one uh, information technology industry official has publicly referred to universities as, quote, crack addicts, unquote, driven by, quote, small-minded tech transfer offices addicted to patent royalties. That act gave government workers the right to patent their discoveries. So to, to claim intellectual property for discoveries that the taxpayer paid for. Ever since that happened in the early 80s, it destroyed science. And this allowed the development of those conflicts of interest. And this is the crime behind letting somebody like Bill Gates with billions of dollars. Nobody elected him. He has no medical background. He has no expertise. But we let people like that have a voice in this country while we destroy the lives of millions of people. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. If we activate mandatory vaccines globally, I imagine these people stand to make hundreds of billions of dollars that own the vaccines. And they'll kill millions, as they already have with their vaccines. There is no vaccine currently on the schedule for any RNA virus that works. So I have to ask you. Are you anti-vaccine? Oh, absolutely not. I'm, in fact, 
Vaccine is immune therapy, uh, just like interferon alpha is immune therapy. So I'm not anti-vaccine. My job is to develop immune therapies. That's what vaccines are. Do you believe that this virus was created in a laboratory? I wouldn't use the word created, but you can't say naturally occurring if it was by way of the laboratory. So it's very clear this virus was manipulated, These, this family of viruses was manipulated and studied in a laboratory where the animals were taken into the laboratory, and this is what was released, whether deliberate or not. That cannot be naturally occurring. Somebody didn't go to a market, get a bat, the virus didn't jump directly to humans. That's not how it works. That's accelerated viral evolution. If it was a natural occurrence, it would take it up to 800 years to occur. This occurred from SARS-1 within a decade. That's not, that's not naturally occurring. And do you have any ideas of where this occurred? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it occurred between the North Carolina laboratories, Fort Detrick, U.S. Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease, and the Wuhan Laboratory. $3.7 million flowed from the National Institutes of Health here in the U.S. to the Wuhan lab in China, the same lab where many people have said that this coronavirus infection first originated. We also now know that NIAID, the department associated with the National Institutes of Health, of which Dr. Anthony Fauci is in control, had already been conducting experiments with the Wuhan lab in the past in regard to coronavirus. If Dr. Anthony Fauci cannot be honest with the public about his connection to this lab, then Fauci has to go. In 1999, I was working in Fort Detrick in USAMRID there, and my job was to teach Ebola how to infect human cells without killing them. Ebola couldn't infect human cells until we took it in the laboratories and talked to him. It's hard to ignore the death tolls. People have been dying. They are dying from this in, in quite alarming numbers. How do you reconcile that? Uh, um, it, it's pretty easy when you see, um, for me, when you see what the government has done, and that is that they took, quoting Dr. Burks, We've taken a, a very, very liberal, liberal approach. approach to mortality. If my husband were to die, who has COPD, his lungs have fibrosis, his lungs would look exactly like somebody with COVID-19, theoretically, but he has no evidence of infection. So if you're not testing and you don't have evidence of infection, and if you walked in there today, you know, they'd call it COVID-19. And, and we hear this from the doctors and nurses who are upset. I've seen so many doctors online that have made their own webcam videos just perplexed by the protocol that the CDC had given them. Well, last Friday, I received a seven-page document that sort of told me that if I had an 86-year-old patient that had pneumonia but was never tested for COVID-19, but sometime after she came down with pneumonia, we learned that she had been exposed to her son who had no symptoms, but later on was identified with COVID-19, that it would be appropriate to diagnose on the death certificate COVID-19. When I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID. Why is that? Why are we being pressured to add COVID to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. Why would they want to skew the number of deaths due to COVID-19? Well, fear is a great way to control people. And sometimes people's ability to think for themselves is paralyzed if they're frightened enough. And that's not where I want people to be. I want people to say, we're going to get through this. I'm going to use my head. I'm going to go to different sources. I'm going to listen to different sources. And I'm going to think for myself because that's what America is about. If someone dies with COVID-19, we are counting that as a COVID-19 death. You don't die with an infection. You die from an infection. I've talked with doctors who have admitted that they are being incentivized to list patients that are sick or have died with COVID-19. Yeah, $13,000 for Medicare, if you call it COVID-19. 
Right now, Medicare has determined that if you have a COVID-19 admission to the hospital, you'll get paid $13,000. If that COVID-19 patient goes on a ventilator, you get $39,000, three times as much. And you've killed them with the ventilator because you gave them the wrong treatment. All the things that just don't make sense, the patients I'm seeing in front of me, the lungs I'm trying to improve, have led me to believe that we are operating under a medical paradigm that is untrue. And I fear that this misguided treatment will lead to a tremendous amount of harm to a great number of people in a very short time. My next question is about Italy. I want to know why Italy was hit so hard. Italy has a, a very old population. Um, they're very sick with inflammatory disorders. They got, at the beginning of 2019, an untested new form of influenza vaccine that had four different strains of influenza, including the highly pathogenic H1N1. That vaccine was grown in a cell line, a dog cell line. Dogs have lots of coronaviruses, and that's why they're not testing there. You could just say, oh, it was that. As the country begins emerging from the worst of the coronavirus epidemic, one question remains. What happened to all the hydroxychloroquine? We know that hydrochloroquine and zinc are working great for patients. And then Fauci comes out and says, well, there's no double-blind controlled placebo study. Which, by the way, Dr. Fauci, is there going to be a double-blind controlled placebo study of your vaccine? Is there? In a survey polling nearly 2,300 doctors in some 30 countries, hydroxychloroquine was ranked as the most effective medication to treat the virus. The AMA was saying, you know, doctors will lose their license if they use hydroxychloroquine, the anti-malarial drug that's been on the list of essential medicine worldwide for 70 years. Dr. Fauci calls that anecdotal data. It's not storytelling if we have thousands of pages of data saying it's effective against these families of viruses. This is essential medicine, and they keep it from the people. Not only now, but back in autism with our discovery, there was an old antiviral drug, 100-year-old drug called Suramin, on the WHO list of essential medicine. It literally gave kids with autism a voice, a life. What did Bayer and Monsanto do? They took it away from everybody. You couldn't get it to save your life right now, and we tried. Believe me, every way we could. So when you take away a medicine, and not just the WHO, not just the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, Tony Fauci, close everything. Just end it all, and we've got a healthy world again, and we got tons of money because we can take all that money they're making on their patents, and we can give it to the victims of this plague of corruption. Is it safe to say that anything that cannot be patented has been shut down intentionally because there's no way to profit from it, all these natural remedies that we have had forever. Absolutely, that's fair to say, and that's exactly what's going on in COVID-19. The game is to prevent the therapies till everyone is infected and push the vaccines, knowing that the flu vaccines increase the odds by 36% of getting COVID-19. Where does that data come from? A publication last year where the military who had been vaccinated with influenza were more susceptible to coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you've ever had a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronaviruses. And then to put on a mask. This doesn't make any sense. We wear masks in an acute setting to protect us. We're not wearing masks. Why is that? Because we understand microbiology, we understand immunology, and we want strong immune systems. Our immune system is used to touching. We share bacteria, staphylococcal, streptococcal bacteria, viruses. We develop an immune response daily to this stuff. When you take that away from me, my immune system drops. As I shelter in place, my immune system drops. You keep me there for months, it drops more. And now I'm at home hand-washing vigorously, washing the counters, worried about things that are indeed what I need to survive. You're not, you're not immunodeficient and you're not uh, elderly. You should be able to go out without any gloves and without a mask. I think if you are those things, you should either shelter in place or wear a mask and gloves. I don't think everybody needs to wear a mask and gloves because it reduces your bacterial flora. It doesn't allow you to interact with society and your bacteria flora and your viruses, your friends that protect you from other diseases, 
end up going away, and now you're more likely to get opportunistic infections, infections that are hoping you don't have your good bugs fighting for you, if that makes sense. And then as we all come out of shelter in place with a lower immune system and start trading viruses and bacteria, what do you think is going to happen? Disease is going to spike. I guarantee when we reopen, there's going to be a huge, huge amount of illness that's going to be rampant. The building blocks of your immune system is virus and bacteria. End of story. Wearing the mask literally activates your own virus. You're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions. And if it happens to be SARS-CoV-2, then you've got a big problem. You're, you're not the first virologist who has told me that we're doing the exact opposite of what we should be doing to contain and to create immunity from this virus. Why would you close the beach? You've got sequences in the soil, in the sand. You've got healing microbes in the ocean, in the salt water. That's insanity. These institutions that are polluting our environment and our bodies, there was a time when they actually had to fight their own battles. But they've done such a great job at manipulating the masses that it's other people shutting down other citizens. And the big tech platforms follow suit and they shut everything down. There is no dissenting voices allowed anymore in this free country, which is something I never thought I would live to see. Uh, nor would I accept uh, what I've experienced since 2011. It's beyond comprehension how a society can be so fooled that the types of propaganda continue to where they're just driving us to hate each other. You want to go to work yes. and get this disease? Uh, I think the medical profession know what they're they talking about. They've been wrong so far, man. They've been wrong. Hopefully, this is the wake-up call of all America to realize this makes no sense and, and we win because it will take down the whole program with information like this. And, and for me, it's the great news that the doctors are waking up and saying, wait a minute. You, you doctors that are watching this, and I see a lot of you right here, why are you not getting loud? I'm here to defend you. I'm here to defend my freedoms. I'm here to defend my family's freedoms, my patients' rights to choose what to do with their life. I'm just blown away, and I'm blown away why there are not more doctors like me talking about this all over the place. We should be banding together right now. You need to wake up because your liberties are getting taken away from you all because of fake news that's out there. This is wrong. People should be going to jail for this stuff. So it's not the scientists who are in any way dishonest. They're listening to people who for more than 40 years have controlled who gets funded, what gets published. And I'm sorry to say many, many people will simply take the money and the fame and that support, things that absolutely aren't true. What do you say to the medical professionals that are just beginning to get a glimpse of the depth to which they have been misled and steered away from their oath to do no harm? I say forgive yourselves. It, it's the hardest thing to realize for all of us and is, is that with all the best intention, we studied, we learned what we thought was the truth. We had no idea that, that the, the data that we were being told was true was not true. We've been taught now in our, in our schools a very different science. You don't get funded if you don't speak the party line. You don't get published. That was probably the hardest thing for me to take, is understanding that scientific journals would, would twist the discovery that should have healed all. Will the scientific community have the courage to answer the question of whether these diseases might have been of their own creation? Thank you. So what we did pretty much ever since I got out of jail, we started an education company. We wake up doctors, and it's very difficult. But every doctor who realized they may have been part of the problem has now turned that around to march toward a better society and restore faith in the promise of medicine. That's all we can do. 
Well, Dr. Mikovits, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real honor to sit here with you, and, and particularly thank you for your courage. Thank you, Mickey. I appreciate it a lot. The idea that we are now a few days away from a new administration, given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a while and have had the opportunity of serving in five administrations, I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today, is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today is that there is no question that there will be a surprise outbreak. The thing we're extraordinarily confident about is that we are going to see this in the next few years. Thank you. Thoughts? It's crazy that I mean, I guess it's not crazy, but it's it's wild that they arrested her for nothing, mm-hmm. held her in jail for nothing, and mm-hmm. gave her a gag order. For nothing. For nothing. And then you can't even find that the case exists because they... There is no case. Because, yeah. <laughs> or it's sealed. It's yeah. sealed. So so you sealed the fact that you, you see... Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So, but they're doing nothing wrong, and they're all about the people, and they're helping us out, and they're protecting us. Yeah, that part's interesting too. I, I, I kind of want to. So, I had a conversation after I sent this video to a bunch of people. I had a conversation. I kind of feel like wrong for using the back and forth that I had because the person can't physically be on the show to mm-hmm. defend themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess we could call that person and see if they want to defend themselves or whatever. I didn't really plan on that. Right. But I could at least read. I mean, I got some of their a, a differing perspective, not necessarily disagreeing with the video as a whole, but disagreeing with certain pieces of it, but agreeing with other parts of it. Where I, I watch this and see... Well, there'd be no reason for YouTube to re- keep removing this video mm-hmm. unless it's not fitting the narrative. Right. And I can hear somebody saying, well, it, people, they're removing it because, you know, it's going against um, the, you know, Fauci and the and the, the whole COVID thing. And, and you know, social media, uh, they're removing tweets and shit like that where that's where it's going against the World Health Organization and the CDC and all that. If, if you if you have, say, a shit ton of followers, Dave, and you have a little blue check mark or something mm-hmm. like that, and you're putting out there that don't wear your mask, I don't care what the WHO says, don't wear your mask, don't wash your hands, there is no virus, it's all bullshit, they would remove your tweet. Right, right. Because you're going against the World Health Organization, the CDC, and all, and, and what they say you should be doing. Now, you can argue that, yeah, well, we should be following the guidelines here, and, and what you're doing is uh, counterintuitive to saving lives. You could argue that. Mm-hmm. But what I argue is that's one version of it. That's one side. Just because the World Health Organization says that and the CDC says that, my thought is, well, why are we trusting them? Right. Where's their money coming from? Is there motivations behind that? It, to me, I always follow the money. Yeah, I always follow If the I money. can follow that money to nefarious beings, humans, nefarious companies, shit like that, or corruption, things like that, to me, there's an issue there. Yep. That is a major conflict of interest. And, you know... When like with Bill Gates, when you start seeing this guy and all the shit he has his fingers in, yet he's gone on the record saying we need to de- depopulate the planet, we need yeah. to uh, eugenics, we need to do all these things. He's not a doctor yet; he's on video giving shots and treatments and, and things like like vaccines. It's like how could I just yeah. go give a fucking vaccine to somebody? No, no. But if I have a billion dollars, I can. I, I can it purchase no the ability. It's kind of yeah. like hostile. Oh, well, I have enough money. I can go murder somebody now. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? So, um, like when you follow the money, then I, I have an issue with 
with that. So when it comes to taking this video down on YouTube over and over and over again, right. it tells me one thing. There's at least something in this video that's 100% true that and, they are scared yeah. of and they do not want people to see it. It's not that it's going against the who. It's not that it's going. That's not why. That's what they're telling you. Right. That's not why they're taking it down, though. Because, and it, well, why would YouTube do that? I don't know. Who runs YouTube? Look that name up, okay? Mm-hmm. And now look who that person is and who they're related to. Yeah, who they're The point to. is, uh, the, the, the cunt that runs YouTube, her sister runs 23andMe, so everybody that's done this fucking 23andMe and sent their DNA in to get find out who what they are, mm-hmm. and now they own your fucking DNA. So you need blood at some point, or you need your DNA for, you know, something, you have to buy your own fucking DNA because you've yeah. signed off on that. So everybody that's done this, I mean, aren't you glad you know that you're 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 mm-hmm. a, a little bit of all these things that we all are? Right. I mean, it's it's done wonders. Well, you, now you know, right? Gives yeah, a shit. Fucking stupid. Uh, anyways, they're sisters, and you know who who uh, each one's married to somebody else. That uh, one of them runs the. Uh... Oh shit! Doesn't one of them run Google? Yeah. Uh, one of them's married to the guy that runs Google, and the other one's married to somebody. Uh, the point is, all of these fucking things, the, um, the Rod Rosenstein, you probably heard that name mm-hmm. through the whole, uh, thing against Trump and the Russian collusion and all that, his sister runs the CDC. Like, that's not a fucking interesting... Right. Th- the point is, all these people have deep-rooted them. This is what we say when we say deep state. It's these fucking people. They mm-hmm. have corrupted everything so am i going to then sit here and say i trust anything that comes out of the cdc the world health organization anything that comes out of bill gates's mouth no because no. it's nefarious and corrupt yeah so i'm not going to take it. and if you start taking videos down on youtube that tells me there's something true mm-hmm. in that video no and, it's and, and, it's, and it's a narrative i just want to explain this to people that may don't maybe not understand Something in this video, whether it's all true or one little piece, but it's whatever it is, they don't want you to hear it mm-hmm. or see it. So there's some. So, so the censorship here. What I would say is for people, you want to you want to fi- figure out what what you're not supposed to know. Start looking at shit that they're taking away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, a certain account gets removed on fucking Twitter. Well, go look up the archives and read that person's shit because more than likely they're saying something that is true that deep state, they don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. They're not, you wouldn't take something down. You wouldn't fight so hard to, to yeah, to hide something yeah. if it's just bullshit. What, what happened to our First Amendment of freedom of speech? Right. I can say crazy shit if I want to. If you're telling me now I can't say that crazy shit, well, who gives a shit if there's differing perspective on this mm-hmm. well you're 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 hurting you could you could be affecting people okay well shouldn't people be allowed to do their own fucking research yeah we, are, we, our choice literally are saying gone. humans are too stupid to make a choice for themselves you're literally saying that mm-hmm. well how'd they get so goddamn dumb maybe because of all the fucking vaccines you're giving them all the bullshit you're putting in the food all you that, dumbed all the these people down schooling all the stuff that they've changed and lied to us about all the time yeah it's Sorry for talking over you. Okay. A I, I just had to get that, finish that thing. But it's that whole point. Like, you're basically saying people aren't allowed to choose. So if I'm up whose ass and I'm sitting here saying, everybody needs to do this and, and this and this, and then we'll have go through our phases of opening up the country. And you're over there saying, no, that's fucking stupid. It, it, should you not be allowed to say that and disagree yeah. with me? That's what a debate is. Who gives is. a fuck? Mm-hmm. And then why can't we just let the audience decide for themselves? Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody that listens to this is going to agree with me. You don't have to. But I'm what I'm telling you is I think you're foolish if you don't start looking at shit objectively and thinking for yourself. I think you're doing yourself right. a disservice by just saying, well, uh, fuck nuts on TV, so it must be legit. Mm-hmm. Or And I'm, you know, it's not about this whole thing turned political. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. It's always been that way, you know. I think it started as that. And I think mm-hmm. there's lots of reasons. I've actually had the debate with other people about, you know, this whole thing being political and it, 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 it always gets back to, well, how could all these people be in on something? 
compartmentalization, man. We say it all the I time. I mean, it's at a certain point, it, it it's exhausting mm-hmm. trying to get people to just understand. And I know it seems impossible. How could you get so many people involved in one thing? Well, if everybody has one little piece, or if everybody believes the lie, does it make the lie true? Nope. No, it's still a fucking lie. I mean, I don't know. It's it's exhausting at, it's at times. It's infuriating that it's come to this. You know what I mean? Like, it the world should have never gotten this bad. No. It should have never got to this point. But that's kind of, in a way, it's our own fault for not holding these people accountable, but yet mm-hmm. it's their fault for dumbing us down to the point where we wouldn't protest what they're right. doing. So it's, it's and, and that's the hard part, it, it's not our fault as humans that we didn't stop them because what they were, they were lying to us and under the guise of vaccines and flu shots and mm-hmm. uh, chemtrails and food and all everything, water, the shit they put in the water, everything has made us docile to mm-hmm. the point where we're not, like we're just asleep, kind of just zombies mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and they were allowed to do what they were doing, nefarious, corrupt, whatever, and they've gotten away with it so long until now. And I'm not sitting here saying everybody should like Trump and vote for Trump and do whatever with Trump. You can fucking hate the guy. I don't give a shit. It's not about that. This is a, a bigger thing now, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's us versus them. And there's only 400 of them, and there's millions of us. But if they keep all of us fighting with each other, mm-hmm. they're winning. Yep. As soon as we get together, which is why they want us fighting, you know, and, and I don't know, it's it's irritating, and I don't know. Yeah, it's the only, the only thing I'll say. Powers and numbers. Yeah, the only thing I'll say. I won't read the whole fucking back and forth text chain that I was talking about. But one of the main arguments that this person had was that the well, I've read several articles that says that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Like he, I think he quoted or said there's like 13 articles he read that mm-hmm. said it doesn't work. And I said, so the simple question I asked was, who wrote them? Who are they funded by? Right. Because I guarantee you, if you gave me all 13 articles you read, I could do 15 minutes of research. That's one minute per fucking article. I guarantee I could take the writer or the organization they're writing for, one minute of research on each one and find out where they're funded or who funds them, who pays, who signs their check, and find out they all probably go back to the exact same person person or company or organization. It may be like, three organizations up, but they all go back to the same thing, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you that thing would then connect to World Health Organization, Bill Gates, uh, CDC, something, and yeah. or or one of these other George Soros, Rockefeller-owned type things, and I guarantee, and, and to me, you cannot trust that anymore. No. Now, you could argue the exact same point. Well, I've read 13 articles that says it does work. And you could say, well... Well, I mean, how can you trust those? If you can't trust the 13 articles I read, how can I trust the? Well, because I guarantee you within 40 minutes of researching every single one of those, you're not going to find that any of those trace back to any one major organization with a narrative, with a fucking agenda, with Mm -hmm. a nefarious, corrupt thing. You may have found a few, but you're not going to find the majority, like all 13 of the other ones. Right. And that, to me, makes them more valid. Yeah. Speaking of agendas, I know we don't want to go too far in this, but yesterday I was asked at work about Agenda 30. I know about Agenda yeah. 21. I don't know what Agenda 30 is. Agenda you keep 30 saying agendas. is Agenda 21 with the new deadline. Oh, okay. The, the, the number is the year it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Agenda 21 is supposed to be 2021. Mm-hmm. It's now been moved to Agenda 30 because, well, it, it, they've expanded it a little bit. Not in just time, but mm-hmm. like what they're trying to do. Right. That's right. what it is. Okay. So it's Agenda 21 with a new date. Gotcha. Or new year date, 30. Okay. So um, hypothetically, Trump gets elected. He's out in 2024 for sure. That gives them six years to fix or return to the angle they were going, assuming right. they could get in. Now, mm-hmm. if they get Trump out in 2020, then... 
you could now they've got 10 years to fuck it back up right okay i mean once again that's my opinion no it makes sense but yeah i get you um the other thing is and i'll just go to amazon you may be able to find this book other places but i was last night i was looking up uh that judy mikovitz book book, plague of corruption it is on back order last well last night it was um no, Amazon's not popping up, but uh, it's thinking, thinking really hard. Um, so I just wanted to see if maybe we could. Here we go. And she also has a n- second book. Um, I th- well, you can get the Kindle. So if you're if you're into the whole digital reading, mm-hmm. you can get that immediately. Oh, but it says hardcover right there. Oh, temporarily out of stock. Yeah, yeah it's it's out of stock though. Yeah. And uh, so I I added it to my cart, and it said, um, "We will ship this book as soon as it becomes available. We won't charge your account until it they're ready to ship it." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Ah, fuck it. I'll just wait until it's available because they're probably going to do several." Because right now, like with this pandemic, video getting out, lots of people are watching it, but they're also taking it down as fast as they're right. going. I bet you, if we check back in an hour, this video we just watched, Gone. that particular one won't be there anymore. Yeah. Um, the other one she's part of, uh, it, it, her and the same guy, the Kent Hecken, Hecken Lively. Mm-hmm. Also, he wrote that book, The Plague of Corruption, with her. The other one that they have is called uh, Plague: One Scientist's Intrepid Search for the Truth About Human Retroviruses. And chronic fatigue syndrome, autism, and other diseases. Uh, that one's available right now, paperback. Right. It's only uh, it's a free uh, Audible book if you uh, with you sign up for Audible, or it's only a dollar ninety nine on Kindle. So, I mean that that's if you're into the whole Kindle thing, for two bucks you can read yeah. that one right now. Yeah. For eighteen bucks you can read the Kindle version of Plague of Corruption, or you can wait until it's available for sixteen bucks. It's weird that the Kindle version is more expensive than the hardcover version. Yeah, that's weird. Well, maybe because knowing the hardcover is unavailable, oh, people will buy the Kindle, yeah. and because they can get it right now, yeah. to some people it's worth a dollar. I got you I to mean, have it right now. Yeah. You know, um, I was going to buy it. Obviously, it's not available, so I'll wait. But I, I will get that book. Just saying that. Um, and then that Kent Hecken Lively has written other books, um, yeah. but. Yeah, it is, going back to what you said right out of the video, it is crazy how you could have somebody arrested, but think about it. He's looking at a shit ton of money on his fucking vaccines and his angle of things, and if you have somebody that's going to shut your shit down when you because they know that what you're doing is nefarious and right. corrupt and all that, but yet you can make a lot of money off of it, well, you would probably do the same thing yeah. if you're a piece of shit. Uh, if you have the money, the means, and the fucking piece yeah. of shitness, yeah. Yeah, you would, I mean, that's that's a, I don't want to make a, uh, an excuse for Fauci, but, I mean, that's what humans would do. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucked up, like, you know, just. How bad it's continually getting, and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse every year. Yeah. You know, like GMO, we never heard about GMO years ago until now. You know, I never heard about fucking, like, um, gluten. Like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, gluten is bad for you? What the fuck is that bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I don't don't get the whole gluten thing. I don't know enough about gluten to sit here and soapbox it right i don't either but it's just stupid i know shit people that. that have gluten issues that can't eat gluten and all this i other people have gluten and have no fucking problems I, I don't i don't know about gluten but yeah there's all these things here's the thing uh this is another thing we'll talk about real quick is uh, something she said in there like why can't we start releasing these cures of things and we could all be healthy and everything could be hunky-dory mm. right remember she said something right, to that effect right, right. well here's the thing all these viruses and AIDS and all this shit, they're not naturally occurring. This stuff was all d- developed in a lab right. with somebody fucking around with, with, with things. Okay? Yep. Every single one of these diseases, viruses, whatever the fuck you want to call it, was created and then somehow got released and then 
probably was done in a nefarious way so that they could then develop a vaccine to make money. We make you sick so that now we can get your money to cure you. Mm -hmm. That is a business plan. This is what hospitals and, and a certain group of doctors will totally sign on board for. If when they're getting when it, this, the day you can show me that doctors don't get kickbacks from prescribing a prescription drug, the second you can show me that a hospital's not getting thirteen grand to list somebody right. as having COVID nineteen, as soon as you can show me that all of a sudden they're not getting paid to have some sick person or someone die from something, as soon as you take that money away. Everything changes. Everything stops. When they're not getting kickbacks, they're not going to prescribe those drugs. The only reason they're prescribing, this is, they want everybody on all this shit. The drugs are making you other things worse. All these side effects, so you go take this fucking whatever drug, you can name one. Right. Look at the fucking list of side effects. Well, now you need a drug for that side effect because you're tired of having explosive diarrhea so now you're on something else well you take that one it gives you uh chronic bloody noses so now you're on something else and now you've and and then the side effect of that makes you uh grow warts on your asshole okay at a certain point when does it stop right and you know what how much money are we spending on that uh too much it's ridiculous yeah. That's why that's why they won't release the cures because they're making Which is too much a money. crime against humanity. Yep. So every single one of these fucking assholes should be in prison because they all I mean, what is the what is the the what would you call that? Nah. The punishment for a crime against humanity in terms of we have a cure but we're holding it because we have this other thing we can make money on. Because the actual cure, the actual thing to fix this problem, is only fifteen bucks. But we can get right. uh, eight hundred dollars off this thing we developed over here because people will buy it and pay for that because they want to live. Yep. But in reality, it's kind of like the whole uh, oh, this guy invented a car that runs on fucking water. Well, we'll buy that fucking uh, patent from him. Now we own it, we suppress it, and we push the oil one that we want. Yep, yep. Okay, but because water's free, anybody can go get water for free, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're stupid and pay for bottles of water, but we could go get water for free. Yep. You can go down to the goddamn river and gas up your car. Yeah. Or I mean, that's not, free. Not, you can't not, do not, that. Not, not gas up your car, yeah, but I you know. could water up your car and drive. You wouldn't need their gas stations. You wouldn't need well. I mean, we can't make money on a fucking river. We'd have to close down all the rivers. You know, they right. they looked at this back in the day and thought, well, this is impossible. Same, I mean, look at marijuana. Marijuana grows naturally. Yep. So, well, we got to make it illegal. Why? It actually helps fix people with cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the things you could do with weed. Yeah, we well, don't want that cause... beyond just smoking mm-hmm. and eating it. Right. There's so many other things that it, you can you can do paper out of it. You make clothes out of it. Or you know Jewelry, hemp and shit yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. there's so many functions with the with one plant that grows naturally, and it can grow anywhere, mm-hmm. with the exception of probably like the North Pole and the fake uh, Antarctica. Antarctica mm-hmm. that's actually the ring around our flat Earth. But anyways, <laughs> and see right there, people will discredit the whole podcast. Right. But whether that's true or not, it, it's not for me to fucking you know. <laughs> convince you you can fucking do your own damn research exactly but all this other shit that we've said i mean i don't know decide for yourself yeah and that's the thing they've taken that away thinking for christ's sake taking all that away yeah i've been saying it for a long fucking time and it's even more so now that idiocracy is a fucking prequel to what's happening to our world i've been saying it for a long time we're living idiocracy yeah that's insane it really is. Really, dude. Go back and watch. I want to watch it again tonight because it's so fucking spot on. It's on YouTube for free. I don't know. It do should you not have be. it? No, I do. I own oh. the DVD. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you don't have it in your voodoo. Oh, I've got it on DVD, so I'm not going to buy it again just to put it on my yeah. voodoo. Yeah, we could have it. We could watch it. We could buy it. But, I mean... Anybody that's never seen Idiocracy, there's people that never even heard of Idiocracy. Yeah, I know. I have that conversation with some people. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? What's that? Get the fuck out of here. Um, watch it because it is, 
Play the Brando commercial. Because if they've never heard of it, they've got to hear that part. Well, is this a real one? Because there's, there's fake ones. Yeah, there's, I would go with the long version. This here? No, the one down one. How long is that? It's only 11 seconds longer. I think it's, yeah, it's a clip from the movie. So All right. Let's just try it. Oh, there we go. What the hell is this? It's like Gatorade. Is that that Brondo stuff? They're watering crops with a sports drink? Brondo the Thirst Mutilator had come to replace water virtually everywhere. Water, the basic component of all life, had been deemed a threat to Brondo's profit margin. The solution came during the budget crisis of 2330, when the Brondo Corporation simply bought the FDA and the FCC, enabling them to say, do, and sell anything they wanted. Joe didn't know any of this, but he did see a problem that he might actually be able to solve. With his options running out, Joe took a bold step. He would not get out of the way. This time, he would lead. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. <laughs> what you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. <laughs> The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. So <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem, I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brondo's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got That's you and I talking to people what right now. Yeah. Electrolytes. Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brondo. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes. <laughs> After several hours, yeah, Joe there's our politicians. Hard at work and reason. In real life. told the cabinet that he could talk to plants and that they wanted water. He made believers out of everyone. Joe didn't know it, but the beloved electrolytes were salts that had been building up in the topsoil over the decades. That's it. That's the end of that. that you get the idea. Like, yeah. Like, go watch the fucking movie. Yeah, you need That's... to watch the movie because there's so many inch. And now, granted, they were off on the year there. It's happened way quicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's um it's it's one of those things. Now it's a parody of, but it, it's interestingly how. Oddly close, you can compare mm -hmm. right now and the dumb shit politicians say yeah. to what's in that movie. And it's like, whoa, like, I mean, literally, you and I probably feel like Joe felt in that scene trying to just explain a simple yeah. uh, conspiracy or something, explain that. It's like, it is mind numbing at a certain point. Mm -hmm. People, well, why do you do it though? Who gives a shit? I don't know, because it almost feels like. Do you want to sit back and, and watch somebody walk in, into the street, a blind person, and get hit by a bus? Or do you want to try and, you know, help them? Right. I mean, most people would probably try and help them. They wouldn't stand there and say, look at the bus motor. I mean, you may do that. Maybe funny. Maybe something you don't like. But in general, <laughs> hum humans, I don't think, are are naturally pieces of shit. You know, I, I like to have a, maybe we are. I don't know. I don't think it was supposed to be like that. I don't think no. originally we were like that. Maybe we've gotten to be that. The point is, you wouldn't just say, you know, if you saw somebody that was blind and deaf and walking out into the middle of the street, you'd probably try and help them before they got hit by a bus. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's the same concept. If I'm seeing, if I'm using logic, and I'm seeing these these issues, and I try and tell you, but you're going to be blind and deaf to it, 
and say and and refuse that, well, then I guess you have to get hit by the bus. Right. I guess. I mean, that's on you at a certain point. But I tried. It's just frustrating when I don't know how to communicate with somebody be when when they're both blind and deaf. Right. And they're choosing to be, and they're saying, "Nope, I will not." allow you to fix my blindness or my deafness. I enjoy being blind and deaf. Yeah. This is what it's like. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Man. Okay, I, I guess, but you, you realize you're missing out on what you can see and hear, right? Fuck you. I want to be blind and deaf. Okay, well then go get hit by the bus. Yeah. Now I let you get hit by the bus. But that's on you. I've tried. Yeah, that's all we can do, man, is try and hope that people will fucking wake up and listen. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think this is a good spot to end it. This is a I nice, agree. quick think tank. Uh, we watched the video. I think everybody should go read that book by Dr. Judy Mikovits. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess make your own choice. Yes. Do you want to be blind and deaf, or do you want to uh, maybe wake up and start seeing and hearing things for what they truly are? I don't know. Yeah. Make your own choice. but uh, Decide one way or the other. Yeah. So until uh, next time, right, Dave? Yes, sir. to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. America, I just checked my follow and listen. You motherfuckers owe me.
Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.